Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Rich. Welcome to the very first episode of Beyond Strength. So I've been super excited to start this podcast. I've been meaning to start one for a very long time, but due to some life priorities uh, and just being super busy, it, it's been always pushed back. But now, you know, finally, I'm able to start one, and I'm super excited to uh, finally share this with you guys. And so I don't have a set agenda in terms of what I want to talk about for the very first episode, but I figured that we can kind of keep it a little informal here and just kind of talk about who I am, especially those that are in the podcast world that don't know who I am, you know? Um, so I might as well start there and just kind of talk about how my journey started and what I plan to do with this podcast. And that's one thing as well, why I started this podcast and why I named it as Beyond Strength. Um, there was a question that I also want to address to one of my followers, um, that I asked a couple of weeks back about what you guys want to hear on the first episode. And then probably talk about a topic that's been in my mind, I think it could also help you guys for those that are, you know, in a position where I am. And that's kind of like dealing with haters and, you know, in social media bullshit and how to deal with that as well. Maybe we can talk about. So I guess I'll go ahead and just introduce myself. So my name is Rich Yoon. And so obviously many of you who are listening may know me as the Korean Hulk on several social media platforms. So I do have Instagram and TikTok as well as YouTube. But mainly, most of my content has has been more popularized through Instagram and TikTok. So uh, those of you who don't know me as that, uh, what I basically do is I create fitness content, um, or many of you would call it nowadays as influencer, right? Like a fitness influencer. I don't I don't want to say influencer just because influencer has um, a very negative connotation for the past few few years i think that influencer term has been um like when i first started back in 2015 it, it wasn't a thing right influencer was never a thing back then it was uh, you were just some sort of a role model in fitness you were some sort of someone that people looked up to and want to be uh so this this influencer term is quite new and and for the past few you know it's it's been kind of given a negative connotation. So I don't want to say influencer. So too much shit on that part. <laughs> so what I mainly create though is just pretty much typically I do gym skits. Uh here and there I'll do some funny gym bro sus content that a lot of people really tend to enjoy. But I'm mostly known for deadlifting a lot of fucking weight. So, you know, I can deadlift over seven hundred pounds. Um, you know, I think my best meat uh, deadlift was like 672 pounds. So, um, you know, those who follow me though, from the start, you guys would know this, right? But I used to be a competitive uh, lifter for USAPL, right? That's USA Powerlifting Federation. And there was a, um, a weight class, which is, I think it changed now, but I was in the 83 kg weight class. So that's about 182 pounds. And so I've competed many times nationally. Uh, I traveled around different states you know, at one point, I used to be uh, top 10 in the nation in my weight class. So, and then I think my all-time competition PRs at the time was like a 524 squat, a 363-pound bench, and then, um, as I mentioned, like a 600, 672-pound deadlift. So, this was back in like 2018. Uh, and this is why I'm talking about when I'm back when I was a junior, back when I was my very last competition. 
So, you know, I haven't competed since then for many reasons. So that may be a conversation that I might talk about sometime in the near future, uh, future because a lot of people that will come up and ask me, hey, Rich, when are you going to compete? When are you going to compete again? You know, when are we going to see you back on the platform? Things like that. So I think eventually I will address that. And I have addressed that many times uh, in YouTube and Instagram, things like that. And I feel like a lot of people just, uh, you know, when they see me powerlift and they see me do things that I, you know, powerlift things, squatting heavy, benching heavy, deadlift heavy, right? Uh, you would expect that that person would be competing uh, quite frequently, right? But that that's not me. So, um, but I, I'll go over that a little bit later on as we go into this uh, podcast. So besides creating content, right? I'm also an online strength coach. And I've been doing it for quite some time now. So I think I started back in, I think, 2016. So it's about seven years. Um, and that's also one of the reasons why, uh, you know, I've kind of taken a step back from uh, competing. It's because I've been putting a lot more emphasis, just more focus and commitment to my clients and athletes, right? And I don't want to say clients. I want to call them my athletes. And, you know, it's it's my passion for coaching, right? It's pa my passion to seeing, you know, newer people competing, seeing them making progress uh, in the platform and even in the gym as well. So that's where a lot of my focus has been, which is why I have been really focusing on myself and, you know, focus on competitions and things like that. And there's other things as well. So, um but yeah, I think outside of the fitness realm, and this is probably something new that a lot of you guys may never heard is, but I come from an IT consulting background. So I actually went to school at Rutgers University in New Jersey. And so it's a pretty big school. It's a state uh, university. So it's it's kind of like a Penn State. If you guys know what Penn State is, because um, I actually grew up from PA. But it's a it's a pretty big school in New Jersey. And I went there for IT, so information technology. And I think like the full thing it was called like ITI, so information technology and informatics. And so I went there for my uh, four years uh, for my bachelor's. And then for some reason, I was like, you know what? I miss going back to college. I really did. And, and really seeing my friends as well and really missing them. So I decided to pursue a master's in information. So it's a master's of IT. And so I had that as well. And I literally right out of college, I, I applied for a job. Um, I worked for a, a consulting company uh, for the past several year, years. So I have a lot of, uh, I guess, consulting background and a lot of leadership uh, skills as well that I learned um, back in my consulting um, experience as well. So that's enough about me. And so I do want to just kind of jump into why I started this podcast. So the reason why I started this podcast and named it as Beyond Strength. So believe it or not, a few years back, I did start a podcast um, and it was actually called Beyond Strength, believe it or not. It was it was pretty bootleg, okay? So I haven't really committed so much into it. So this podcast in itself is completely fresh and completely new, right? But back then, I didn't have a good recorder or a mic, but I always loved starting conversations, right? And talking about topics that hopefully you all can relate to some extent. So that's why I named it as Beyond Strength. And I kept it as that because... 
as cheesy as it sounds, we all want to become a better version of ourselves, right? It's not just about our physical strength, right? It's also looking beyond that and looking at our mental and emotional strength and, and learning how to overcome obstacles and challenges in life. So this podcast is really a reflection of that. It's a place where I can talk about topics that most of us can relate to. And I truly want this to be you know, separate from who I am through social media and just my own uh, identity. I just want to be a voice behind a mic, uh, a random buff-ass Asian dude, right? <laughs> behind a mic, just talking with you all and see as that to be, you know, to be honest with you. And then the second thing is, it's just really about Asian representation. Um, so I love listening to podcasts and typically I love listening to self-improvement topics. Uh, but I noticed there really isn't that many, I guess you could say, Asian podcasters or representation in the podcast world that I could look up to, right? Or that I knew of that either uh, spoke about self-improvement or even mainstream ones. So I'm hoping that by creating this podcast, you know, I can break that barrier, you know, and, and be an impact in the Asian podcasting world. And, and let alone Korean Americans, right? Or Asian Americans in general is, is what I see from a bigger picture. But specifically, I have not seen any Korean podcasters. And as a fellow Korean American, um, I, I want to represent that as well. And, you know, these are, there's some topics in that area that I also do want to talk about as, as I continue to create more episodes. And maybe I might bring in a few guests here and there as well. But overall, right, I think there's some topics that I want to talk about through, through us Asian and the Asian community and the Asian culture, right, and some of the hardships and, you know, things that we went through when we were kids and, and how we dealt with it and things like that. So maybe some topics there that I do want to kind of bring up about as well. So there's that. So um, that's, those are the, really the two main reasons why I wanted to create that. I am a very vocal person. I do like to talk a lot as well. So having a podcast was something that I've always wanted to do. Okay, now I guess I do want to address some questions, or I guess one question from one of my followers. So Anime Bra, that's his name on IG, right? His question was, the come up as an influencer would love your story, brother. So I think what he meant was, you know, how did I become an influencer, right? So, and Anime Bra, if you're listening to this, I really appreciate the question, man. And just so you know, just so everyone knows, I actually know this guy personally. I met him at Alphaland and he was visiting another influencer that was in Houston at the time. And also, yeah, so I currently also live in Houston, just so you guys know, uh, for for anyone that didn't know. Um, but he literally asked me, he's like, hey, yo, are you the guy that delivers a lot of weight? And and that's how we literally started talking. That's how we met. But he's a really humble guy. He's like this super jacked as like Asian that comes from a more of a bodybuilding uh, world. And it was just really a good pleasure to meet him. I think he came from Austin or San Antonio, one, one of those. Um, but... You know, so I just talk about how I came to be the Korean Hulk. So I got into piloting in college, right? I was just an average gym bro at the time. I basically only did benching and mostly upper body with probably maybe doing legs once a week. So like literally once a week. And fuck, man, like out of all squat, bench, and deadlift, squatting is probably my weakest. And 
I fucking hate just doing legs. I, I don't know what it is for me. It's just, I just don't enjoy it because it's just so hard for me, right? And I think everyone has that one week lift or one lift they don't enjoy doing. And for me, it's just literally doing lower body, right? Legs, uh, squatting, things like that. Um, and it's only literally as I got older and got in more, um, you know, into more of the bodybuilding aspect, uh, it was it was a lot more difficult for me and, and, you know, still I try to push myself, but it will still be one thing where legs is just, is still the most hated, uh, workout for me, to be honest with you. Um, and you know, people like fucking shame me for it anyways. And it's like, Hey, like my, my calves are small and my calves are actually pretty small. I don't have the great genetics for, for having big calves. So sadly, and I'm also Asian, right? So, um, but anyways, getting back onto topic here. So, you know, coming back into college, I actually thought I was going to be one of the biggest guys there. Uh, you know, coming in, I was pretty pretty strong. I had a pretty strong upper body. I was a pretty buff. But, no, I was, I was definitely wrong for sure. I mean, I didn't know how to squat at the time. I didn't deadlift. Uh, I actually, um, before even going to college, I was going to this gym in LA Fitness. And most of the guys I worked out with, really squatted or deadlifted they they really convinced me that they're it's it's very uh dangerous right it's, you can get injured pretty easily and so i kind of shied away from it but um once i started doing it uh, i pretty much just um yeah i pretty much just started it to be honest when i got into college i i literally met a lot of people there that were squatting benching and deadlifting and that's why i just like yo fuck it i'll just start um start squatting why not um but you know i met some great people who are also into lifting and those people kind of were also into bodybuilding at the time and you know they all kind of started piloting together like we all kind of started uh, piloting together i didn't even know what piloting was it's only when i started meeting a few friends in the gym is when they got uh, introduced me into what what that sport was but when I was a sophomore, uh, that's when I got interested into competing. I did my first amateur powerlifting meet. And I think it was called APA was the federation. It was like an American Powerlifting Association. And I did that with two of my other college friends. So at the time, I competed in the, I think, the 198 pounds weight class. And, bro, I was, I was fucking big, like beefy, bulky. <laughs> and it's funny because... I'm actually currently 198 pounds-ish now, but I look a lot smaller now than I did back when I was in college, right? I think over because over there, I, I did eat a lot more. I was pretty much on that dirty bulk, um, so I, I was fucking big. Um, but anyways, there was a coach at the time who told me that I looked like the Korean Hulk, and at the time, I only posted videos of my lifting as a training log, so my IG was pretty personal. So um, I decided to just change my name right there, and I kind of sort of blew up a bit because people saw this as, um, you know, people saw my content as a strong Asian guy lifting. And at the time, I'll be honest with you, there weren't really many strong Asians uh, at the time, and this was back in like 2015 or 2016 when I really started posting a lot more videos and, and really getting more competitive and doing a lot more piloting meets. Uh, there really wasn't that many strong Asian uh, guys to li uh, look up to. Uh, even myself, when I'm just trying to look around and see who I could also aspire to become, 
um, to be strong as. Uh, so, like I said, that's why Pyro thing was pretty new at the time. And so, it, I think it really only started getting a lot bigger when I would say, and I, I think I would credit this a lot to a lot of the pioneers of powerlifting at the time. So, Barquan from, you know, Barbara Brigade, you know, I really looked up to him as well. Um, and he is one of my good, like, friends as well like people that i actually continue to look up to and i actually communicate with him pretty much pretty frequently because he actually sends me a lot of bar brigade gear so shout out to bart really appreciate you for everything you've done and and i really like their clothing a lot and but he was one of the pioneers of pilot thing and he was this really jacked ass buff ass asian asian guy that was funny as shit funny as shit because he did a lot of comedy skits at the time but he was also fucking jacked and he was also into powerlifting, right? So, and I think for him, because he was a big Asian representation, just a big, like, jacked as Asian dude, I think he was one of the guys that I did look up to. And so, yeah, I mean, that's that's really how it started. It just really wasn't that many people, um, a lot of strong Asians um, that a lot of people could look up to. And I, I do feel like back then I was, you know, at the time, I was pretty strong. I'd say my numbers were okay at the time, and you know, it, it was it was pretty respectable lift. I was pretty competitive, um, but yeah. So I think just that my name in itself, the Korean Hulk, it just kind of grew more um, in the powerlifting world, especially you know when I started competing more, and then only recently, um, and, and I say it's recently. We're talking about a couple years, a couple years like two years ago. Is only like when I moved to Houston, and then last year when I trained at Alphaland, uh, things really started blowing up. When it comes to just more like my social media, uh, you know, from like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, that's where it really blew up, I'd say, and 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 how I became the Korean or people know me as the Korean or just the guy that delivers a shit ton of weight. Um, and I'm gonna say like during COVID, it was it was a pretty big struggle. Um, not for much just for myself, but for many content creators, I think. And I think the engagement was just pretty bad for me uh, because I I used to post a lot of videos through through Instagram carousel posts. I didn't even touch TikTok at the time, and I should have used TikTok during COVID because that's when it really spiked up for everyone. And once reels started coming through, I sort of had to basically shift my ways of not posting. A training log of my my videos of my deadlift, my squat and bench, uh, because that shit was not working no more. It was now I had to use those videos and transfer it over to reels, and so reels was literally what I just kind of been doing a lot more now. Um, I realized that the carousel don't work, and people people these days now don't enjoy watching someone lift uh, weights. Through, through carousel posts or just, just a fucking post of you squatting. Unless you're squatting a shit ton of weight, you're benching a shit ton of weight, deadlifting a shit ton of weight, right? So, like, <laughs> that's, honestly, that's, that's it's, it's really, that's how I see it as, is that typically how it is now, just all of the content is just Instagram once you just continuously just post through reels. And, and and just make it much more entertaining, much more enjoying to watch. So that's that's where I had to sort of shift my ways from a content creating per, uh, perspective. 
and not only that, but just doing a lot of collabs with other influencers, along with you know lifting in a different environment. You know, I used to lift in a commercial environment, and now switching into this big ass Alpha Land gym where there's other influencers around, a lot of people, good environment all the time, and that that really helped out as well. So, um, you know, to be honest with you, though, I, I really did still stick with what I've always been doing and known and what I was known for. And that's pretty much deadlifting, deadlifting uh, heavy, right? And, you know, recently I've always been posting videos where if I'm deadlifting a lot of weights, I always catch a lot of people's uh, reactions where they're just watching me on the side. And people seem to really enjoy that because <laughs> a lot of people will find it funny. And, you know, it's, it's funny because... Some people can see that as like, oh, you're just, why are you catching people's attention? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to get clout or bullshit? It's, it's literally nothing like that. It's literally just for pure entertainment, but just to show that you got to have fun while you lift, right? For me, that's what it is. Um, and I'm, that's how I'm just showcasing. It's it's purely just pure entertainment. You know, I've had people come up to me or responded through my videos when they recognize that they were the ones that were watching the video and say, well, oh, that's me over there. That's me like behind and stuff like that. And they're super like they knew that it was just a fucking video just for entertainment. Right. And that's what it was. Right. If anyone came up to me and say, I don't want to be a part of the video then of course then i would take him out but purely it's out you know respectfully it's always just for pure entertainment you know that's that's really why i do and you know i really always appreciate those that you know you know mention that that's them in their videos and things like that it's kind of cool they somehow they find themselves in my videos you know it's not like they follow me or anything but they somehow they find me on their explore page and like whoa that's that's me watching <laughs> so um but yeah, it's just those type of content and those stuff, you know, I always, you know, appreciate, um, you know, for people kind of, you know, watching, you know, again, too, like just for people watching, because I feed off of people watching just a good environment. Um, you know, if I were to, I'll tell you right now, if I were to lift uh, by myself, if there was an empty gym, it would be pretty fucking hard for me to get motivated, right? But having people watch me and have eyes on me and deadlift, it, it kind of feels like I'm in a platform, right? It feels like I'm on a spotlight. And it feels like that if you don't get this shit, then, you know, it's it's embarrassing. Like, to me, it's like, oh, fuck. Like, I've had this whole crowd watch me and I failed to lift, right? But to me, that's just motivation. And, you know, I think a lot of people can agree that lifting in a good environment with a lot of people in the gym with the same sort of mindset is is fucking good, right? It's a fucking good thing. It's a good motivational lift. Like you, you're going to get motivated. You're going to get hyped up. So, um, but yeah. And so at the end of the day, that that's what it is. And so, you know, again, to all my followers that are listening, I really wouldn't have been where I am today without your guys' support. So like, truthfully, I appreciate every one of you that consistently always messages me or DMs me and, you know, tells me that I'm, you know, strong shit, good work, whatever. Just give me a lot of the positive vibes, positive, just respect in general. You know, I really appreciate that. And and seriously, it, it really wouldn't be, I really wouldn't be where I am um, without you guys. And I and I always appreciate those that literally come up to me and, and they ask me to take a picture or, you know, just literally come up straight to me and saying that I'm fucking like strong and shit. And like I inspired, I inspire them to lift heavy weights or even get them to lift heavy or even get them to just fucking lift weights or just go to the gym, things like that. 
um, I truly appreciate and I'm, I'm so fucking humbled about that too as well. Like I, I seriously thank you. So um, that is enough about me. <laughs> so let's move on to what I really wanted to talk about. And, and it's, it's basically how to deal with fucking haters, right? And I'm just talking about social media haters, right? And just haters in general. So and just so everyone knows, right, this is basically my own perspective and experiences. So take it for what it is, and hopefully, you know, it can somehow relate to you guys in some way and, and maybe bring some positivity out of this if if possible, right? So and I'll tell you I'll tell you from my perspective on how I deal with haters. So for me, the best and easiest way to deal with haters is to fucking simply ignore them. Literally. It's that easy because all they want to do is just say something and, and, and basically get a reaction from you, right? And, and want you to comment back or say something back and want, want them to be heard and, and get, get their fucking hate comment be noticed, right? So what I, what I see is and react, read to it is that if you react to it, all you do is you're just going to give them more of a reason to either keep replying back and send more hate comments um, and, and just waste your time, seriously. So whenever I see hate comments, I completely fucking ignore it because it doesn't affect me at all. And whatever they say to me, it doesn't mean anything to me. So literally, I learned to basically shut it out completely. It's it's that like easy for me because for me, like my notifications will always refresh and spike up. So whenever I see a little comment, like like hate comment. I refresh it, it's gone. It's all it's on the bottom of the notification. It's still gone completely, you know? So uh and I I barely even like read it, right? It's just I ignore it. It's it's not there no more, right? So the way I see it is if you have nothing good to say, you know, I'm not gonna give a fucking shit about what people say and you know, neither should you guys. For anyone that's even working up towards wanting to be a role model. Uh, an influencer, uh, like, uh, you know, s- someone that you want to be to just, you know, inspire, things like that. Um, fuck everyone. Fuck the comments. Fuck the, all the haters, seriously. Because those are the people that are going to bring you down. So just ignore it. Um, you know, as someone who is into, you know, fitness and piloting especially, right? You know, a lot of my comments are more, you know, and I don't really call them as hate comments. I don't, they're not really hate comments. They're more like, so, like, for example, so, like, my deadlift, right? I, I do sumo deadlifting, right? And I get a lot of comments where people say it's it's cheating or it's sumo. And, and there's some dark shit that people would say on the comments that that I'm like, whoa, why? Like, you guys, you guys are weird as shit. Like, you guys would go that deep to talk about that in the sense where sumo deadlifting is cheating. And it is, like, it's dark, right? But, you know, every now and then when I'm refreshing, I'll see just a kind of a quick comment like your deadlift is, you know, sumo deadlift is cheating. And that comment alone, it's not really a hate comment. It's just that people are misinformed about what sumo deadlift is and the difference between that and conventional deadlift. And, and the fact that the both of the deadlift were both are deadlift variations, right? They both, you're both pulling heavy foot, like weight, right? So... And they're both legal when it comes down to piloting competitions, right? If I beat you 
in a deadlift competition where it's both sumo and conventional is, is completely legal and I pull more weight than you, then that should be fucking fair, right? Because in rule, in competition terms, that's that's fair, right? So so as long as if sumo deadlifting is illegal in competition, then of course, right? Then I'm going to switch over to conventional deadlift. But regardless, both of the lists, right, work different set of muscle groups, right? It's different, serves for different purposes, right? And I know people where... They are super strong in conventional deadlift, and when they try sumo deadlift, they're fucking weak as shit, right? There's so much more of a, a level of variational technical technicalities that come into sumo that you're not going to fucking go right to pulling sumo. Like, well, if you're a conventional lifter and you pull 495, you're not going to fucking pull 495 uh, sumo uh, immediately like that. Right, it's there's gonna be some technicalities that you need to change. It's completely different movement. It's it's that fucking hard, right? It's not that easy just to pull sumo. Yes, over time, it's very possible that you can. But anyways, I, I'm going off topic here. It's it's something that you know maybe a conversation that I can have in the next few episodes when it comes down to that particular topic. Um, but yeah, so those are the those are some of the comments, but they're not really a hate comment. But something like a hate comment, or for example, like saying your, that your physique is trash, um, that's one that I remember seeing, and things like that. It's just, those are the things that I really, you know, don't care about to me. Um, it's really just the positive comments that I gravitate towards, right? When people comment about, about my lift and, and take the time out of their day to show their appreciation for my content and show support, Right, those are the people that I care about, and because they spent their own time to do that, it only makes me want to do the same and and truthfully thank them. Right, comment back and appreciate that. Right, and and really just respect that. You know, thank you for showing your appreciation for me. Right, and you know I want to show that respect back. And you know, ever look right. Everyone here is trying to grow, right? And they want to, you know, we all want to become a role model for everyone, right? And whether you're trying to pursue a fitness, um, you know, being an influencer or whatever, right? If if you're getting hate comments, what that tells me, right, is that you're doing something right. To be honest with you, right? Haters say these shit because they they envy you, right? They're jealous of you, and that's really it. If you want to post photos of your physique. If you want to post videos for deadlift, or if you want to just post a fucking selfie just to show that you're happy throughout the day, you should be able to do that freely with no judgment, right? And no fucking hate whatsoever, right? That's that's how it should be in this society, right? But that's not how social media is, unfortunately. Unfortunately. So, if you see a hate comment, right? Another thing you can do is you can you can block them, for one, right? And what I liked about IG is that you can block them and you can block uh, any accounts associated with that account if they were to ever create a new one to try to, like, you know, send more hate comments, right? It's, it's, that's what's nice about Instagram. I'm, um, you know, so that's one thing you can do. And then, or you can be like me and let them keep talking, right? Because truthfully, it only increases your engagement. And if anything, you should just fucking thank them, seriously. Because the more comment they do, the more it's going to spike up the algorithm. Just continue to get your fucking content to blow up more and, and increase more exposure. So, regardless, you know, 
I literally don't give my time for that type of shit. It's it's literally that simple. You just fucking ignore it. Just ignore it, and that's what you should do. Because you know what? Fuck the haters, right? Seriously. And it's also just unfortunate that I have to, you know, talk about this specific topic, you know. And, and the sad reality, and I'm sure everyone else can agree, is that social media is fucking toxic, you know. Whatever you are, you're trying to post, whatever you're trying to do just to, you know, make it right and and just to do whatever you want to do through social media it's fucking toxic you know and you're going to get hate comments but literally just do you fucking ignore the haters all they want to do is just they just just fucking jealous of you truthfully so just believe in yourself know what you're doing is you're you're focused on yourself right you're bettering yourself you're doing what you need to do right just shut off the fucking haters, seriously. Um, that's that's pretty much it. And, and you guys already know, you know, that's not what I like to do, right? I don't fucking, I hate that shit, right? All I talk about really is just I want to increase, promote gym positivity, right? I want to, it's all about positive vibes. That's that's literally what I want for, for myself, but for everyone else, right, around me. It's just, that's the type of environment that I want when it comes down to that, so... Yeah, um, that is pretty much it for me. I appreciate everyone that has listened to this entire podcast to the very end. And I appreciate all of you for hearing me vent and just talk about my own life as well. Um, hopefully, <laughs> you guys can relate in some ways. And hopefully, I have um, gotten you to get you to know me more closer, I guess. Um but that's that's pretty much it for today's episode, right? I'm just gonna leave it off here. So, you know, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. It's the at the Korean Hulk. Um, you can find me on uh, TikTok as well on that. And you know, just let me know your thoughts on this episode. And if you have any other questions you want me to address for the next episode, you know, I I want to hear from you guys. I will talk about anything that you guys want to hear. And um, if you enjoyed it, please give me a rating. I appreciate y'all always. Peace.